Hello, everyone. We're back. We're back again. What's going on, everybody? Hopefully, everybody having a, a good day, or whenever you're watching this, whatever's going on in your life at the moment is good. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. But we'll talk about that a little later. Uh, what are we drinking today? Today we're drinking Aurora Hoppialis. 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 It's an IPA by Carl Strauss Brewing Company. I still. Man. What are, they gonna, what are they going to sponsor us for this? Like, we've given so many different... <laughs> at least, you know, hey, if you guys are watching out there, we'll continue to push the product. Just send us free beer. You don't have to send us a lot. Just sponsor the, the, the episode. Yeah, just a six-pack a week. Just a six-pack a week, we're good, and then we'll keep pushing your product. So, anyways, what's going on, man? What's in today's agenda? What do we have? What do we have? What do we, we have? We uh, health. Oh, surprise, surprise, hell. <laughs> so this is what happened. Brought to you by beer. By beer, yes, yes. Listen, beer's amazing, and, and I don't think I'll ever stop drinking it. I drink less of it now, but I don't think I'll ever stop. But anyways, I have been through, putting my body through a little experiment last week or so, and I'm liking it. Things that I should have already been doing for a long time, but I've neglected myself, and I got to a pretty bad situation. Um, I don't want to get too graphic on this thing, but I messed up my gut completely, fucked it up. And for those that asked me on Snapchat, like, what you, what's, what's wrong with your gut? And I kind of told you guys what happened. You guys probably know what's going on. So I totally messed up my gut. I've been to the doctor. They just tell me the same bloobly blappily, and here's some pills. Um, I didn't want to go back to the doctor anymore. And finally, I decided to take things on my own. And I've done some things, and I can get we can get into it, kind of just going al along with it. But and a week later, I feel pretty freaking amazing, and I feel like I can smack some people, some of my testosterone. I feel like it's come back a little bit, and I'm not lazy anymore. I don't feel tired. So what did you change? Oh God damn it, my diet. I know, oh, but what did you change? In a lot diet? of things. So I changed a lot of things in my diet. So first and foremost, I stopped having fast food. Gone. Carbs. See you later. Sugars, sayonara, motherfucker. And I started actually putting more healthy stuff in my body. So I know you, you told me this like years ago. You've told me about this organic farm out here by where we live, Chino, California. We don't live there, but it's there. That's where the little farm's at. And I, I know this stuff. I know putting greens in your body, the healthy stuff. But I didn't want to just go to conventional store and buy this greens and stuff and the veggies and the fruits because you know we all know that's not really organic I mean surprise surprise I'm, how many of us really didn't know that so anyways how bananas are always in season or stuff like that are always in season kind of surprising right but anyways I we again I am no dietitian I am no I don't know anything about this this is bro science if you guys want to call it that but anyway well it's not bros look the thing is that we all know what we need to eat yes. right so it's not it's not any, you know, uh, surprise, any like news yeah. that we're gonna bring. We all know that we need to eat less crap, less processed foods, less, uh, you know, fast food, like you said, less sugar, less carbs, lower carbs, eat more vegetables, mm -hmm. you know, exercise a little bit. So, like I, you know, like I was kind of carrying on, I started feeling like a piece of shit. I'm driving and I'm like, no, I gotta change something in my life. I'm too young to be feeling this crappy. So, I immediately went to the farm, Bought, you know, I bought kale, beets, celery, um, 
What else did I buy? Some mushrooms, because I, I love you know some mushrooms. And I went home, and I just blended it all together. <laughs> and I went whoop, and I had it. And I started doing that last last week. And I started, and then all of a sudden I bought some uh, some just some uh, some ginger tea because I do. So I suffer a lot from bloatness. Um, and I just have a hard time digesting. It's hard for me to go to the restroom. I deal with like a weird type of constipation or whatever. Anyways, all this crap that I was eating and taking in was not helping. So I did a 180, kind of, because uh, I definitely cut a lot of that stuff. I don't even I don't even eat sugar like that. You know, I would I like before this I was having to eat like a little piece of Snickers. I love them. A little piece of chocolate just at the end. But now I haven't felt the craving for it. We can obviously get into that a little later and you can give some explanation on that. But anyways, I just started doing this. I started uh, eating more of the good stuff, less of the bad stuff. I've maintained my carbs low and I've given it more of the healthy stuff, the healthy fats, the proteins. And obviously now, you know, with the kale smoothies that I've been doing, I just feel amazing. I feel great. And I started doing yoga. Primarily because of the injury that I had that I told you guys about this uh, earlier this year. Um, my, you know, I think you suggested it and then my, 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 um, my uh, chiropractor suggested it. And I said, why not? Let's just do it. So I've been doing that almost every day for the last week or so. And I feel fantastic. I'm almost back to 100% within a week. I started doing yoga uh, late last year because... You know, I also, you know, you get, you start going into your late 20s, you start feeling a difference in your body. It's not the same anymore. You can't drink the same. You can't stay out the same. Or it just takes a toll, right? After, especially when you've been, you know. Doing of, it for such a long time. Right. Uh, and, you know, I started doing yoga because I was feeling a little stiffer, like my muscles, and not the right kind of stiff either. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, and so I started doing it. I definitely felt the, the, the difference since. Uh, but the whole thing about me with health is because, you know, as a child, I suffered from anemia. So I was ho hospitalized at one point, you know, so I always kind of had this, uh, I wasn't nourished properly, right? Because w where we come from, there, there's hardly anything <laughs> to eat. Nourishment is definitely so, a thing. Uh, yeah, so, so because of that, because I've always been kind of like low energy, you know, kind of I would get sick a lot. I, I've always tried to just geared more to, towards health or like healthy eating healthy and all that but at the same time you know we, we are fed with all this misinformation that some some of it's right some is wrong you know fat is bad for you as i used to say eat carbs eat cereal in the morning that's good good you know healthy breakfast pyramid that we all see yeah so all of that is kind of a lot of it is it's a bunch of bull uh but i've always been try like keep myself uh up to date with it because it affects me it's always it always kind of affected me right so i've always been on top of it and you know over the years i've changed some of it you know here and there i've always tweaked it just because i learned something new then i try to apply it uh so yeah and right now like i was telling you about this guy the the, the uh the email i sent you uh it's this guy his name on twitter is pd mangin for those who want to follow him, he's he has some fascinating information about you know just eating properly, uh, the whole uh, you know just um, what's it called just li living longer, uh, eat, feeling better, having energy, your testosterone level like we were reading in that email. So all this stuff that he he uh, he's a bi microbiologist, so you know he understands what he's talking about. Uh, and because of that, I've always been you know trying you know, like just trying to keep up with what's good for you, what's not. And like I've said, 
I've uh, throughout the years I've changed it because what I thought was good for you, you know, at one point it turned out that maybe it's not. So over the years I've learned a few things about nutrition for my own personal well-being. It's not because I'm trying to, you know, be like for example ripped or anything. I'm not I'm not trying to exercise to to be, you know. We're not getting on stage right. in a physique competition here. I'm just trying to feel good, have energy and take care of myself so I can, you know, when I'm 50, 60 years old, I can still, you know, have fun and be able to do whatever I, I want to do. But why, Art? You're just going to get a heart attack at 50. Well, like I was telling you earlier, if I get a heart attack at 50 doing healthier choices and stuff, I'm okay with that. That's fine. Take me But, out. well, the thing is that, but okay. If, but the people's like, you know how they always say. There's always uh, excuses. Well, no. Well, my, my uncle's been a beast for 85 years and he's been okay. Well, good for him. Not everyone's like that. Congratulations to the man. And yeah. so, you know, I was telling you earlier, I was like, dude, if I, if I, you know, decide to, you know, obviously I want to, it's a priority of mine because, you know, I am getting a little older, I'm approaching my 30s and it's like, man, definitely things, my body's feeling different. So we we're talking about earlier, if, you know, I, I, I you know, I continue to, to, to take the healthier choices in my life and I still get a heart attack in 50, good, that's fine. But if I happen to get a heart attack or a stroke or something and I could have totally prevented it from a health thing. I would kick my ass. I I, I would have just I, I should have just died. Cause it's like, what's what's the point of all of that? The thing is, is that there's other variables that are gonna affect whether you have a heart attack or not. It's not just what stress you eat. levels. I mean, pr primarily, it's what mm. you eat, right? But it's also other things like you're saying, stress. There's also genetic. You know, like you're more prone to it genetically. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff, right? So. Like just eating healthy is one thing. It's not gonna take care of you. It's not gonna make you live forever, obviously. Well, it's gonna make you live a little bit better though. It's gonna make you feel better for sure. You feel better, you look better, you're gonna feel better. And I have a thing where, um, just the whole overall healthness of things, but uh, I know you, were, you wanted to talk a little bit more about the- Well, the whole, you know, you brought up testosterone earlier, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, there's evidence, you know, according to this guy that I mentioned earlier that testosterone over the decades, it's it's gone down uh, in men. Obviously, uh, it's gone down over the decades. So you know, someone who was 40, 40 years old decades ago had has had a higher testosterone than someone who's forty now. Yeah, yeah. Right, and we lose testosterone as we age. Right, a lot of it. Again, I do believe that a lot of it has to do with with uh, our diet, and you know, some of the research starting to show, or that from what I've been reading, shows that too. You know, obesity. You know. Obviously, obesity has been growing. That's been affecting testosterone levels. Uh, sugar, it also shows that, you know. The sugar. What we were reading, you were reading earlier. Yes. Uh, sugar brings up this hormone co called estradiol. And estradiol is a, a cousin. female hormone. <laughs> it's the cousin to, to the estrogen. And we all right. know what estrogen is. And we all have it as men too, but some of us just have it a little higher. Right. And guess what? It kills your testosterone. If it kills your testosterone, you're gonna act more feminine. If you act more feminine, you're gonna let these feminist women run all over your body. You don't want that. And you know that's probably uh, you know, or that can be an explanation why there's a bunch of little pussy <laughs> around. I don't too, even want to yeah? say I eat those men for for, for, for lunch because I don't want to. But <laughs> but I mean yeah. So estradiol is a hormone that does increase the more sugar you take. You know the the fatter you are. You know the yeah. Um, the less you take care of the more processed food you eat, this this hormone that's primarily a uh, female hormone goes up in men the yes. more you um, eat junk, sugar especially, specifically, right? 
Uh, and, you know, I don't want higher levels of estradiol. I don't know about you, but I don't want, you know. I, 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 I ain't I, no woman. I'm a man. <laughs> I know, bitch. <laughs> I know, bitch. Now, but for real, though, and I think the article did say that uh, actually the, the people that have lived well into, the, into their 80s that are um, uh, relatively healthier, you know, don't eat the junk and actually are in shape and are healthy 80 year olds, um, their testosterone levels are actually higher. So all this thing that men's testosterone tests slow down, yes, yes, that is true. But you expedite the slow the that process by eating all this. Yeah, crap. so for those guys who are like, ah, I'm still gonna eat my you know, junk food, my fast food, well, okay, if you wanna be more feminine, go for it, man. Next you know you can get your dick up. <laughs> Don't complain. Go go eat your McDonald's. See if right. McDonald's gonna be a companion forever. Probably. <laughs> But anyways, so uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, a, a lot of the other stuff that he talks about, or one of his main points, is that insulin resistance—it's one of the primary causes of all the stuff that we're suffering. That we, you don't really hear about it, but there's a lot of research that shows or points to insulin resistance levels that, and you know that is affected again by processed foods, by cars, by sugar, all that junk that we already kind of know, right? So uh, the higher your risk insulin resistance the more likely you have to you know you're prone to have diabetes heart disease uh you know blood uh, sugar levels higher blood pressure all of that stuff that it's primarily you know it's you know a, you know first world uh you, thing you know in the latino culture the whole oh stop eating sugar you're going to get diabetes it actually it's actually that's a misconception a lot of the times diabetes comes does come from all the starches that we eat and stuff that converts into sugar yeah so obviously it is a sugar thing but a lot of these people it's like nah man but i'm like i mean well look, you guys got it my, all wrong from my experience a I, think, I think it might it does kind of point to well i mean i'm sure carbohydrates too but i remember like when we used to go visit your know, family in mexico we'd have a coke a mexican coke and mexico they don't call it mexican coke they just call it coke um so but you have that for breakfast lunch you have that for lunch you have for dinner you have a coke like and then you have one whenever you're you're thirsty <laughs> you know so then like lately i've heard you know several of my family members that you know they're all diabetic so to me it kind of also makes on top sense. of the tortilla or the 15 tortillas they probably yeah, that too. So, paired with 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 uh, with three cooks a day it's like so, you know, sometimes I, I do hear studies, they say, oh, you know, Hispanics are more prone for diabetes, or like, you know, blacks are more prone for, for whatever. But I think a lot of it pressure. is just our cultural eating habits. Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily that. It's, I mean, I'm sure there might, there might be some genetics behind it, too. But I think just from observation, it just seems like it's what you're eating. Stop putting strain on your hearts, you guys. <laughs> your heart loves you. And if you don't have a heart, you don't take care of it. You only but get see, one heart. You know, my, my, my thing about that is that, like, dude, we, we all love ourselves. We're selfish MFers, right? We don't love ourselves that much. But the way people eat, the crap they put in their bodies just kind of contradicts that whole selfishness. So, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of grasp that concept of, uh, yeah, we're all selfish, yet we still, you know, you know, feed ourselves all this junk. But the thing is, all this stuff is self-inflicted, man. Like, w when we talk about the, you know how, like, we were talking about earlier, like, people bitching about their weight or people bitching about this, people bitching about that. It's primarily all self-inflicted. It's all self-inflicted. So, look. Of course. This is my thing. I feel like you got to be able to do 
three things, three basic things a day and you should be all right. And we talked about the other thing. You, you want to be able to feed the mind, right? Feed the mind, learn something new, exercise the fucking mind once a day a little bit. Uh, you want to be able to fucking break a sweat a little bit, man. Move around, get up, get go for a walk or something. That's gonna, that's only gonna help. It's not gonna do better. And then all of a sudden, you want to feed the soul too. I mean, you want to be nice. You want to be a nicer person, extending, understanding person. Pay some compliments. Do something nice, and you should be okay. Now, you might think that's corny and stuff, which that's fine. I don't care. But I try to really do that, and I've been trying to do that a little bit more, and I actually feel better. I feel happier. And again, a whole lot happier. Like, doesn't everyone want to be happy? And again, a lot of it comes down to how you're, what you're feeding your body. Is it? Both, well, like you're saying, both mentally and you know physically, like you know, actual food. So again, you know, like all these people are like, ah, these these fags are talking about. Ah. That's fine. You can call me a fag. You can call me a fag in front of my face. I'm gonna smack you. See how much of a fag you think I am. But anyways, so yeah, but I, I don't even care to smack you. Like, dude, believe whatever the hell you want. I do. I care to smack you. But anyways, uh, no. But for real though, no, it's true. Like, it's, all this stuff can be controlled. Like I was saying, myself for an example. I am like I am the, I am my own ultimate test. I put myself through this stuff, and yeah, man. You know, I, you know, I do have a, I, you know, I, my type of work. I do have to be. I'm, I'm out. It's, it's hard. Can't really heat food when I want, so I have to go. But I realize there's ways to do that. There's ways to go about it that I can still do. It's just one day leads to the next, and next thing you know, I'm eating McDonald's and I'm eating that because I'm in a. It's like no, just gotta slow down a little bit and make the healthier choices. And I was self-inflicting all that stuff on myself. You know, the whole pain that I was going through, the whole bloatness. Man, I'm like, I really feel like a new man, and I'm only 20 years old. I can only imagine if I would have kept going like this, or actually not pay a little bit more attention to my health. Who knows where, where that potential could lead? And who knows, maybe I did some damage to my body that's gonna take a little longer for, for, for some of that stuff to go away. And again, dude. But I'm making a conscious We all now. have done damage to our bodies, dude. I mean, like all the beer we've drank over the years, you know, right. that definitely takes, has taken some toll you know, on our livers. Uh, did but, you know now that uh, um, studies show that younger and younger people are actually showing signs of like first stages of uh, um, cirrhosis? Here in America, yep. Cause I've heard Japanese, like you know, businessmen Japanese, because they would take out their clients and yeah. like there's like young Japanese, like in their thirties. Right. Uh, there's a, a, a significant increase in, in cirrhosis because of that. You know, they're always drinking. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. yeah. Dude. But uh, so anyway, dude. I mean, yeah. Like you are what you eat. You kind of truly are what you eat. And if you again, if you're gonna start eating all this sugar, okay, it's gonna raise your your. Uh, yeah, what, what was a chemical estradiol? You want to be a little more feminine? Go for it. That's I mean, fine. That's fine. I like to feel like a man. So you know, going back to the argument <laughs> that you're a little bitch. Well, not not really. Nah. <laughs> Physically, I'm not as much as those people uh, yeah. who eat uh, sugar. So uh, jokes you, on you, bitch. Yeah, but th this is the thing, dude. Uh, you know how I tell you, like, like, I I always I feel like my body feels whatever shift really really fast. Like, I, I, whatever effects I get really, really fast. Like, w when I start lifting weights and I do, I don't do the standard stuff. I've done a lot of kettlebell stuff, which I freaking love and enjoy. It's just, it's fast paced. You get it done and you feel great. Again, I'm not building a physique competitor life body, so I don't care. I like functional strength. I like knowing that I, I feel good and solid, right? Uh, but yeah, man, I remember, like, when I, when I was doing that, I was able to do it a little bit more. Like, within a week and a half or two, I feel my testosterone levels was just, 
that much significantly higher. And I do, yeah, I do, I do remember. Um, I think one of my buddies actually he started changing his diet a little bit, like watching what he ate, and he says the sex drive's higher, which testosterone again. Man, what look, look, I'm we, like, oh, oh, surprise, surprise, and he's 20 whatever years old. We can point to so much research that backs this up, and again, like we all kind of already know it to some extent, but people just. They don't have the discipline. They don't have the the habits. They don't, whatever it is, you know, whatever excuse you want. And again, it's part not of, that hard. Part of it's also you know propaganda from the government, the whole pyramid thing, like you were talking about. It's all BS. Uh, we've been fed all this you know uh, misinformation or you know completely that's completely wrong in all kinds of ways. Like drink more milk. That was actually something that was propaganda. Yeah, like you know low that. fat. Like fat is actually good for you. You know, carbs are good are not good for you yet. You know, that's part of the top of I think it's the top of the pyramid, right? On the the uh, the carb, yeah. yeah. Like that's what most people eat for breakfast, cereal. Actually. You know, so so clearly, it's completely backwards. And again, we've talked about you know society just being backwards in all kinds of other ways. And this is another you know place where where it's uh, it's not completely accurate. And I'm not a nutritionist. You know, I don't I don't I don't claim to be. And again, we all, we are all different. Our bodies are different. So what I do, you know, in terms of, of health, doesn't mean that everyone else should do it. Just because we're all different, but at the same time, we should all be striving to make better eating decisions, make, you know, uh, exercise a little bit. Uh, again, like this guy also talks about just uh, resistance. Resistance, exercise over cardio, for example. A lot of people think that they, they're trying to lose fat, for example, uh, body fat, they start doing cardio. But the thing is that you, you don't lose that much muscle. I mean, you don't lose that much fat, but you are losing muscle at the same time. And you want you don't want to lose muscle because muscle is actually good for you it's good for your bones it goes it's good for your cardiovascular system it's good for many other things so it's actually better to do some weights than to do cardio yeah and i still do a little bit of cardio but you know i also try to add some some weights and again it's not to be to you know to look all ripped and buff it's more just for the health benefits that comes with it so where's the cereal falling the cereal well, actually falls like in the, the well in the middle it's right, right here right Eggs, dairy, cottage. Well, this is actually kind of yeah, for vegetarian. This is vegetarian. Uh, what the hell? We, yeah, we don't promote that <laughs> either. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, you. But going back to the vegetarian. And hey, vegans, be careful! You do not want to pick a fight with these people. <laughs> they have pet chickens that. <laughs> I only don't just because they're like in their own little cult that they. You know, it's kind of hard to get through their through uh, you know logic in their heads. Man, they are they are wild. They're fucking wild. <laughs> hey, if you're vegan, or th this is vegetarian, but if you're vegan, cool. That's that's fine. You don't push it on people. You're cool, cool people. But just like within any group, there's always a small percentage of those crazy nutty people that make that speak louder and and than, than the rest. Because yeah, being a vegetarian, whatever, that works for you. That works for you. Not everyone likes meat and stuff. That's fine. If you got you know certain medical conditions where you can't eat meat or you can't process it, that's okay too. But when you get so nutty about it where you pull up crying because somebody's eating your pet chicken, you got to come the fuck down. <laughs> Somebody, you relax, all right? I'm going I'm to eat that motherfucking chicken because chicken is good to me. I like chicken. So, and other, other, other animals that are healthy and, oh, uh, dude, actually, as a matter of fact, the, um, on Sunday, I was, you know, riding my motorcycle, I stopped someplace. And then some guy had a shirt that said PETA. I'm like, oh, I'm already looking at him. I'm like, I'm already giving him the stink. I'm like, Arr. And it said, 
people eating tasty animals. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we got this. This is it. I love you. And I almost bought him a beer, but I had to leave. But anyways, but yeah, that, that's it. Nothing wrong with that. We're just shits and giggles here, guys. Don't take yeah. it too personal. But anyway, you're talking also about inflammation, the inflammation yes. you get and carbs. Yes. That's the primary cause of it. Carbs, sugar, it's that's you know uh, a cause for many chronic diseases is inflammation well well this is it my and mom oh sorry my mom also suffers from like like heavy inflammation and this is what i have noticed that um now when i'm eating and i get a little full i don't like the top part of my where my stomach is at that feels full now my gut now my where my where excuse me where my intestines are once the, the stomach once the um the food digests and everything or goes through it, I feel great. And before it'd take hours and hours for me to get to that point, and then I was hungry again. So I never felt that unbloatness satisfaction, which now it's amazing. And I love it. Yeah, dude. So. But anyway, uh, I think the only thing I can say in terms of like those who want to, or you know, who, who go kind of against this is like, dude, you plan to live another 10 years? Cause you know, a lot of people just give an excuse like, oh, you know, but it, it just takes so long. You plan to live another 10 years? Why wouldn't you start now in 10 years, like slowly progress into, into that? You mm -hmm. know, because again, everyone wants instant gratification just like with anything else, right? When it comes to money and everything else, they, they just want it now. Uh, but if you plan to live for a, lo a little longer, why wouldn't you just start doing something about it now? We don't want to bitch and right? complain, complaining, you know, and again, it goes to that habit forming. And we talked about this before about habit forming. And the thing is that, you know, uh, again, people want to change everything all at once. But I found, at least in my personal experience, that it, it's, it doesn't work like that. It does, it's, it's not a, uh, you can't maintain it when you want to change everything overnight because the way, you know, I, we talked about habit forming and the way it works, you know, because you, you know what muscle memory yeah, is, right? Yeah, of course. Muscle memory is not necessarily in the muscles. It's, it's your brain. The way a habit forms is like, for example, you're trying to learn how to knit. Like when you're first learning, you have, you're, you're taking all this brain power to try to like, okay, this, the, you know, the needle goes below it or you know, I don't know how to knit, but you know, you're trying to figure out. So you're like trying to focus, trying to concentrate. The more you practice, the more a pattern forms in your brain. So like the more you're practicing, there's that kind of pattern of neurons that are, are telling you what to do. You know, and once you actually form that habit, that pattern is very concrete in your brain that uh, you're able to just, again, it's what we all call muscle memory, but that's what it is. So like once you get it, it's hard to get rid of it. But it, go, but it goes the same way and with that's you why know, you see the grannies sitting outside their porch yeah and they're old as yeah. they're like they have alzheimer's they still remember that <laughs> you know because that pattern still yeah. stays, stays there exactly so anyway you know like just again if you plan to live for a, a lot uh you know a little longer just kind of keep in mind that whole compound uh you know idea or com compound aspect of things that right. slowly you can you build it up into something bigger um Besides that, I with that being said, eat a little bit of green, and you wanted to promote something real fast. Well, I don't promote. I just want to like anyone interested in like actually learning about nutrition and where our food comes from, and you know beyond that, 
Uh, this is an awesome book that I read probably like 10 years ago. It's actually the one that kind of got me uh, interested in, in hunting. Oh. So like 10 years ago. Because it, it does also talk about, you know, there's a section about it. But it's primarily about food by Michael Pollan, Honor Dilemma. He's an awesome writer. So, uh, you, like, any book that you uh, find of his, it's actually pretty good. But uh, this was specifically talking about food and, like, just goes, you know, he's a he's a food journalist. So, he really goes deep into, like... And if anyone doesn't want to read the whole thing, kind of wants some insight, the Joe Rogan Experience has a interview with him. Yeah, but that's on psychedelics. It's not the same thing. No, 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 no. no. It's still good. It's, it's still, still an awesome. It's still uh, great. Get to know the guy. It's an awesome <laughs> podcast for sure. Alrighty. So, with that being said, see you guys uh, hopefully next week. Subscribe, comment, like. Thank you very much, and uh, that is it, man. Peace and love. <laughs>